Okay, so the uh, snake. <laughs> yeah, the the anal plate is uh, <laughs> immediately before the tail. So, sure, so but where does the tail start? <laughs> right after the anal plate. Weren't you paying attention? <laughs> Episode two fifty seven. It's a podcast with a guy who's still sick. Day twenty nine thirty six, something like that. I've lost count. Um, and a whole bunch of people on Skype because they're in a different state. What? Hello, uh, Craig. I'm Mike. Hello. I'm Craig, and I'm in uh, Tennessee. Yeah, well, yeah, Johnson City, which is near. Nothing. <laughs> Pipe down, you. Knox, um, Knoxville, it's, it's, did I guess correctly? The eastern part of Tennessee? In, it's it's way in that eastern pointy part of Tennessee. So the only thing it could be close to is Knoxville. Basically. Or it's, Asheville. That's North Carolina, North though. Carolina. <laughs> yeah, but that's actually closer than Knoxville. Wow. So are you in the mountainy area? Yeah, I drove through mountains. Fun. It was nice, the, nice little drive yesterday. So yeah, I'm here for um, ETSUCon, ETSU, East Tennessee State University, has a convention here for a couple of days, and uh, I've been having a fine, fine time. Awesome. Because, get this, hey Mike, you know I went to midwinter back in, uh, well actually, let's, let's, bring, let's bring my helpers oh, on. Oh sure, let's sure, sure. Yeah, let's sure. get them going here. Let's, let's talk to <laughs> our other guests. Who you got there with you, Craig? I have uh, Letitia and Brian, who are a fine pair of people who have been helping me out a little bit at the convention so that I could go and run a panel at one point and go use the bathroom and get water and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, you've heard me mention uh, Letitia before as being the person who came running around the corner at Andocon a couple of years ago and said, how do I play this game? Oh, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I say, you pull up a chair and you play. And she <laughs> went, I said, I'm going to go get five players. And she came back with Brian, her husband. Um, as well as some other friends, and that's how we played, and that's how I got to know them, and they have since become friends of Andocon and friends of uh, the Nerdburger podcast. So when I came up here, um, they helped out a little bit because they live right around here. And uh, yeah, I went to we did went at a booth at Etsukan. Um, when you go into the dealer hall, there's an entry door and an exit door, and there's literally just like one big snaking path it takes you from the entry to the exit. Um, and I am literally at the last booth before the exit. It is like the exit. I can throw things through the door it's right <laughs> there. Um, but as it turns out, there is a segment of the uh, geek community up here that is not being served by the uh, with RPG dealers and in, in conventions because I'm the only one there. Wow. I went to Midwinter back in um, January. You recall that I had some books and stuff on sale mm -hmm. with the IGDN booth. I made more here than I in three hours than I did at midwinter in three days. Wow. And I made more here in four and a half hours than <laughs> I did at PAX Unplugged in three days. Nice. And I should say, and I should say we for that because Letitia and, uh, and Brian were helping during part of that too, because that's when I was off running my panel. 
they sold a bunch of books in my absence. It was pretty sweet. Wow. I came back and like, oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff sold. Putting them to work. Nice job. He came back and he was like, oh, I guess I have to put more books out on that table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was getting a little concerned at one point. I was like, I'm going to sell out. Did you, yeah, I was that's, like, I didn't that, bring that's not with. happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> things, things slow down later in the day. I'm fine. But uh, yeah, Leticia and Brian, tell us about yourself. What are you doing up here in the, in the wilds of Tennessee? Oh, we moved up here for work. So I, I took a job. I'm a legal aid attorney. So I help people who can't uh, pay for a private attorney. I do different work like housing and public benefits. So I'm basically a charity charity attorney. Um, I currently do nothing because I got sick of living in a separate city from Brian. Um, so I was before we moved up here, we were from Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, and I had a job down there. And so we lived in separate cities for a year. And then I decided not to renew my contract at the college I was teaching at so that I could move up here and live in the same city as Brian. And uh, I'm just job hunting right now. So currently I stay at home and remodel a hundred year old house that we live in and take care of our two Australian shepherds. You might in the background hear our youngest one yipping occasionally. <laughs> not that they would do anything. They're, they're alarm dogs, not guard dogs. <laughs> He's still there. Hello. There he is. Where's Craig? While they were talking, I was muting myself. Oops! <laughs> stop doing that, Craig. I should mute myself <laughs> while you talk too, probably, well, since we're, we're all like five feet from each other. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I'm trying to make sure we're not crossing over with each other, so I'll stop doing that. Um, <laughs> Did you Mike, you had something where you wanted the mute to... button was. Well, I just forgot that I had pressed it because oh. I normally don't. <laughs> I just kept talking. I was like, hey, Mike, talk to me. Why is Mike not talking to me? Does Mike not like me anymore? Well, I can hear Brian going in the background. We just kind of going in and out. And I'm like, are we just not hearing him? And then I'm like, wait, where's Craig? And uh, yeah. anyway. <laughs> anyway, you had something you wanted to get off your chest. Yay, Skype. Um... <laughs> no, don't blame that on Skype. That was that was human error. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the human error would be the programmers that work on Skype. Anyway. Right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so can I t can, can, so can we talk about technology now that we're talking about technology? Let's talk about technology. So you know how you get bills in the mail and everybody says, "Hey, sign up for free e-statements or e-billing and and you can just download a PDF and we'll send you an email or you can just go on the website and download your thing, your form whenever you want." Sure. And and they pretty much force you into it. They don't really entice you with anything like, hey, we'll give you something for free. No, it's just, you know, they guilt you. Like, stop well, well, the, cutting down trees and the, the enticement. The enticement is to stop receiving the notice every three weeks where you have to press the no thanks or, <laughs> or remind me later. All that crap, because you, you're constantly having to say no, right. no, yeah. no. And eventually please, you please say yes. Please stop bugging and, me. Please stop bugging and, me. Fine. And, stop bugging and me. And now mm -hmm. your life is better because you're not getting these stupid notices all the time. Yeah, until it, it it's tax time like it is now. And yeah. then you need to go download those statements and, oh, site is down for maintenance. <laughs> or, which happened with my mortgage company last night. Oh, gosh. Site, site down for maintenance. Uh, site will be back up after midnight. <laughs> so I had to wait and luckily it, it actually did come back up this morning and I was able to download that because they don't mail it to me anymore. Um, I had three things that I needed to print out of uh, 
because some people still do just mail that to you because they know it's the it's really important, right? Yeah. Sure. This is the it's one time a year. Fine, we'll go ahead and automatically send you the paper copy because we know that you need it. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I only had three things left that I had to get from online from the, their digital repository that they've hidden from me. <laughs> and um, so the mortgage statement, so their website was down or their website wasn't down, but their my ability to look at anything was <laughs> turned off temporarily. So I got that done this morning. The, was, the other thing was um, <laughs> my student loan, which has been with <laughs> the same company for the entire time that I've had the student loan until last fall. When the company sold itself to another company and then that company sold my loan to a third company, like all within a month, um, I couldn't get my actual, I didn't know the number. I got a statement. I was able to go to the new company, the third company, and get the 1098 from them, but it said $0 interest. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because they had only gotten it at the end of December. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and I technically didn't pay any interest to them. So um, I was able to go back to the second company that bought the first company. Their website still worked. And um, there was actually a link that said, you know, people who used to have your loan by us, you can click here and get your 1098. But then they made me reset my password because I hadn't been there in two months. <laughs> and oh they, so they sent me, they said, we'll email you a link, which I got at like 4.30 this morning after clicking the button to email me the link at 10.30 last night. <laughs> so I had to wait until I got up this morning to reset my password, and then I did get that. And then my bank that's local here, it's a credit union, um, <laughs> you go in to their e-statement portal, and uh, it it's they have two sections. One is your actual bank statements, and then the bottom one is other forms, which is the tax forms, and it says tax forms. And underneath that, it says... Um, in red text coming 2018 <laughs> like mm, the last i checked it's been 2018 for about a month and a half <laughs> well and, it's coming sometime mm, in 2018 sure they've got another you know 10 and a half months yeah they're ahead of schedule i i would give them a call tomorrow but it's president's day so they won't be open so i'll be giving them a nice call on tuesday which is yesterday as you're listening to this. <laughs> I'm like, ay. So that was, fun. Uh, yeah. I got to watch some Olympics in the background while uh, all of that was going on. So I'm, I'm totally out, I'm out, very, of, out of the loop on the Olympics. I'm, I'm upset with, with the internet. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> well, we'll try to make this uh, podcast as um, painless as possible, and then we'll roll into... Uh, you can ignore, ignore the internet for the rest of the day after you get your tax stuff dealt with. The, the, the cool thing about the, uh, the taxes, though, is... is um, and <laughs> I was trying to explain this to Craig because I said... I, I, he invited me, like he said, to, to go with him up there to Etsukan and, uh, on today because <laughs> Craig was considering driving back and forth, commuting oh my. to and from the con. <laughs> He's like, you want to go with me on Sunday? And I'm like, um, <laughs> uh, I have a tax appointment. <laughs> He's like, well, why can't you reschedule it? I'm like, um, because I can't, because I won't be able to get an another one because it's yeah. the, their busy time of the year. And um, yeah, it, about three years ago, we were, my wife and I were sitting there with our accountant talking about, so uh, what's a good time to come back 
or, or, or to call you to schedule our, our appointment for next year, like before Christmas, before Thanksgiving, like, like how early do we need to schedule it? And she said, oh, we can just schedule it now. <laughs> I said, oh my goodness. For, wait, for a year from now? She said, yeah, sure. And then we, we just kind of looked at each other and shrugged our shoulders and said, yeah, okay. That's one less thing to worry about. So yeah, we schedule our tax appointment um, a year in advance when we're there at the current tax appointment. So later today, I will schedule my appointment for next year. <laughs> Jeez. I scheduled mine in like November, I think. We'll see. Late October or November. We were doing that, but we kept we keep forgetting because it happens around the holidays and it's like... It's, yeah. It, like I said, it's one more thing to have to remember to do. And then if you forget, all of a sudden you're doing your taxes on April 14th. <laughs> <laughs> been there. Yep. Been there too. If, you, if, you're, if you've been paying taxes for 10 years and you haven't filled it out on uh, April 14th, then there's, there's something wrong with you. Like there's like, there's like, like an anal retentive thing going on in you that I don't understand. I have, I'm a pretty organized guy. I've actually been in a line like at ten thirty at night in yep. a line in my car at the post office. Oh my! With where where they had people standing outside to take your envelope and stamp it for you. Oh my goodness! Wow. Back in the day when everything was paper, mm-hmm. my 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 December or my uh, uh April fifteenth story was I went to the library to pick up my to get my forms to g- pick up pieces of paper out of a box to yep. fill out mm-hmm. on the. 14th and i went home living dangerously filled them out and then took them in on like maybe maybe it was that night maybe it was the next day but i literally went and got the forms the day before yep (laughs) well that was bad you know that was 20 years ago sure when you could fill out the front and back of the single form by yourself without any problem well, and I didn't own anything. Right. And, you know, I just like I had like, oh, here's my income. That's all I have to worry about. <laughs> Interest. <laughs> Interest on what? <laughs> you mean, uh, do you think I had money in my bank account this year? <laughs> Charitable contributions. <laughs> you know, what do you I, mean? To me? <laughs> in, interest i have an interest in going to see black panther but i mean is that tax deductible <laughs> that's the only interest i currently have <laughs> um shall i shall i uh, brighten your mood a little bit sure we are uh very shortly coming up on the kickstarter or capers we talked about the first backer level the first uh the core backer level 15 bucks for the pdf and the code to print the book and the code to print the cards and you know the base buy-in right sure here's the rest of them oh we were we're getting them all i thought you were doling here. them out one at a time uh here we go okay. let's rock and roll um next up is 39 dollars. that one's called joe's and jane's for regular Joes and Janes, you get to make help help me make a character that's like not a federal agent, cop, and not a gangster, but like a regular person who happens to have super abilities. Um, and we'll put that character in the game with a stat block and a little a short description, um, along with all of the base buy and stuff. All of these include all of the base buy and stuff. It's just other stuff added on top of it, so you can get a character in the game. Um. $79 is called a sit down. We're going to have a sit down. If you watch the Sopranos, you know what that is. <laughs> um, yep. That's uh, that's four 
copies of all the base stuff and I will run a game for you and your friends. Like you, you buy your friends the game and I will run a game online sometime. And if, if, if I can work it out, I'll be there physically. If, we, if it's like somebody nearby or if they're going to be at a convention that I'm going to be at, we'll do it in person. But otherwise it's, it's, it's written as online because that's probably what it's going to end up being. But that gets you, you know, four copies of everything. Uh, $99. That's your illustration buy-in. It's called the gangster level. That's like when we had with murders and acquisitions where people could get their likeness in an illustration in the book. Yep. That'll be that, that deal this time again, all the base buy-in stuff. Plus you can be in an illustration. Um, and when the Kickstarter goes live, all of those will be there. There's one more backer level that's called Jackson Jill's that will not go up as a backer level until after we've gotten a little ways down the road, because I need to make sure that the money is covered to, to do the additional illustrations. It's part of the stretch goal process. Okay. Um, and that one will get you, you will create there. It'll be limited to four. You will create a, you'll help, you'll help me create, um, a character to be in the book. You will be an important character in either, um, a gang, you know, a, a criminal organization or law enforcement, um, you will get a stat block, a couple of paragraphs of description. You'll help me generate that character. Your likeness will be used for a portrait illustration that will appear in the book and as one of the jacks in the playing card deck. Wow. And, um, or Jills. and for that, and what? Or Jill's Jacks or Jackson Jill's. So yeah, men and men and women, both we can have both. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Um, and that, uh, for that level, I will, I will print the stuff and sign the book and ship it all to you. Wow. So that's like the super fan level, <laughs> but there's only or, four of them because there's only four jacks or the lazy fan level. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want to order the <laughs> stuff later. I'll just pay more now. <laughs> hey, we've talked about that. Brian and Letitia, are you, are you of the mind that, uh, you know, there's stuff that you can go ahead and say, you know, I'll pay more so that I don't have to do a thing. Like later, like, <laughs> do you have people yeah. for that? <laughs> like, like I don't, I'm, my joke is I don't make desserts. I have people, people for, for that. that. <laughs> there, there are people at the store that make really wonderful desserts and I pay for them. So I don't have to spend the time making crappy desserts. Yep. <laughs> I'll do that with things like, as so I mentioned earlier, I've been working on our house. I'll totally do that with like paintbrushes and stuff. I'm like, you know what? It's worth the money to me to not have to rinse this paintbrush out or this roller out. I'm just going to buy a new one. I'm just chucking this when I'm done with my project. They're so cheap, and cleaning them is such a pain in the butt. Like, I I completely get that. I have a few nice ones that I'll, like, use a few times. But most of the time, I just buy, you know, not the bottom of the barrel paintbrushes, but, like maybe one step up and then I just throw them away when I'm done. Like the little ones that you use for edging. Like, yeah, Yeah. like the chip brushes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and rollers totally get checked when I'm done with them. Rollers (laughs) are so cheap. Like, why would you? Oh, I never rinse a roller. I did when I was a kid and I haven't done it since I was old enough to, you know, (laughs) have my own money. (laughs) I haven't, I haven't painted a room in 15 years, but I can remember back to cleaning the brushes. Like, yep, I'm right there with you. Hell, hell, when I was in, when I was in college and I had to do models for architecture and occasionally there was a little bit of painting or something involved, I had just like, you know, the little artist paintbrush. Mm -hmm. Those were a pain in the ass to what? They are. (laughs) Like, I have painting supplies. Um, and it's just like those are annoying enough to rinse out and get clean. And it's just like I, I hate the bigger ones. The the more paint they can hold, the worse they are. Just keep rinsing. It's like a marker. It just keeps coming out. 
He's going out. <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke. Have you guys watched uh, Parks, Parks and Rec? Rec. Yeah, yeah. That's totally from Parks and Rec. That's, that's, that was an outtake, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, Andy Dwyer Andy making a comment about when he's at the doctor about when he wipes. <laughs> it's like it's like rubbing it's like rubbing marker out of a shag carpet. No, he's just I keep wiping and wiping and wiping and wiping. It's like there's a marker in there, and then and then at that point Aubrey Plaza cracks starts cracking up. That was. He's like trying All to right. make her laugh, and he does. He, so gets, that's, he gets her. So that's the that's the uh, that's the Kickstarter stuff. There might be a little more stuff going on in there. We haven't talked about stretch goals. We'll deal with those as as the Kickstarter runs along. But basically, we you know the basic deal is that the the core, the the, the base funding goal is going to be, you know, the slimmest version of the book that I feel comfortable putting out, and then stretch goals will fatten that book up, and put more powers in, and more rule stuff, and more backdrop information, and all that kind of stuff. So if all goes well, it'll be uh, the book will be about as big as the Murders and Acquisitions book, plus all the PDF support material stuff that everybody gets. Lots and lots of stuff, and in full color, and in color this time, yes. And you'll get your illustration in color. And I'm gonna I'll have to check with my artist and make sure I get to double check it. I I talked to them the artist last time around. Um, one of the things too that it's not really in there. I should add it is uh, for the any of the levels that have an illustration is I will send you a high resolution digital file of the illustration too. So if you want, you can have it for your own personal use. If you want to put it on your website or your back, you know, your desktop or something like, Hey, here's me as a super person in the 1920s. <laughs> Use it for your social media avatar. Yeah, there you go. So we'll see. I got to work out all, make sure Beth's cool with that. I doubt she'll have an issue with people getting their personal version. Uh, so that's that. That's the Kickstarter. That's the plan. I don't think we're probably going to talk too much more about the Kickstarter until it's underway. Well, that's not true. We'll be talking with James in Tricasso right before it kicks off and that'll go live like the day after it kicks off. So we won't have anything to say about how it's doing <laughs> because so we will have recorded the weekend before two or three weeks from now, something like that. Yeah. Two weeks from this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can okay. I ask so you that, that does that. Can I ask you a simple yes or no question? We don't have to go into anything. No. Oh, was that, I'm sorry. Was that not the question? That was not the question. Okay. Because that was a simple yes or no question. Can I ask you two yes or no questions? One of which is this, this one I'm asking you now. <laughs> yes. 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 Go ahead. Thank you. Smart app. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. Um, <laughs> uh, did you shuffle things around in those backer levels? Because you showed me. I've seen yes. the Kickstarter draft page. Yes. And, yes. And, and that is not how I remember. The order in which yeah, they uh -huh. come and, mm -hmm. the, and the dollar amounts have changed. Okay. That is correct. Just making sure I'm not going crazy. I, I, I did a more in-depth um, look at what is reasonable for, um, you know, I, I, I undersold, to be quite honestly, quite honest, I undersold on those uh, illustration levels last time around, but they were black and white, so I don't feel so bad about it. Because it was like, okay, you just get it's just a black and white illustration. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a color illustration by somebody who works professionally in indie comics. You know, it's a little nicer. If you see some of the illustrations that I've had that she's that she's done um, over the past few months, they're they're really slick looking. Like the the, the dude that's shooting lightning at the at the bank vault. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a great illustration, and it's all in color and it's really nice. So yeah, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a bump. Not not. Not undoable, not, you know, not so much that people are going to look at that and go, I don't have that kind of money. There will be some people that don't have that money and that's what it is, you know. 
But for people who want the uh, the really cool perk add-on thing, you can get it. And that's that's as high as they're going to go. I'm not going to do anything bigger than that. So cool. that's that. Cool, cool. Is it time for news? I suppose. Oops, what's news, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> that one goes really quickly. There's no buffer at the end of that soundbite. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Moment Factory Lab. Have you heard of this? No. Um, they are creating a uh, a thing called Grid. Capital G, capital R, smaller case I, um, capital D. A life-sized version of Pong in which you are the paddle. It's a big floor that's pressure sensitive. With big light up squares all over it. Oh boy! And you, and you and a friend are the are the paddle. You have to move in tandem and move the paddle back and forth, pong style, against your adversaries. Um, it looks really oh, cool. Nice. I mean, it's it's all lit up like blue. It's like purples and yellows, and it's like otherwise dark. You know, the screen there just just the floor really lights up and everything. It looks really cool. But now I find myself thinking about like where video games began. It was like, oh, here's that, you know, the star command thing, whatever it was, where you're just shooting stuff in space. And then there's Pong and Pong. All Pong was was just, you know, blocking the ball. And the innovation for Pong came when they said, like, if you block based on where you, where on the paddle you block the ball, the ball does different things. Mm-hmm. Block it in the center. It just reflects, you know, off the, the paddle or off the, the blocker. If you block it down at the corner, it takes a sharp shot the other direction and goes faster. Mm-hmm. And so I'm assuming that they're going to have, you know, that this version of Pong kind of works that way as well. But I'm finding like, well, okay, how far can you take that into video games? Like, when are we going to have people who are running around on a mat being Laura Croft? <laughs> and there's like a video game version of them that's running like the well, Kinect. that's the holodeck. Yeah. <laughs> that's the dream, man. It is. When they develop that thing, you will never see me again. <laughs> they've done some development where there's a like you wear special shoes or slippers or something that allow you to have no friction against the floor and it senses like what direction you're going and then you're mounted at the hip with a it, it kind of looks like a little like, little like playpen and then <laughs> you hold the controller and it looks like a gun and they've created a first person shooter where you move by running wow and how fast you actually move your legs is how fast you move in the game. And you actually point and shoot. And uh, I mean, that that's in the works. It's limited, limited. Uh, I mean, cause that rec- all of these require a lot of, you know, extra stuff. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. But it, it becomes like a destination game. Yeah. Well, we had, we had a friend who had, what is it? The, the Vive. That's the steam VR thing. Yeah. He had, because he had a big enough house, a room in his house devoted to it to where he could actually like move around during the games that he was playing. And he had like sensors in all four corners. It was actually really funny to sit in the room and watch him play or anyone play because they're just, you know, crawling around, rolling on the floor, jumping up and down. And it's, you know, (laughs) laugh at them. Yeah. (laughs) Funny to watch, but I'm, it's really cool to be in, in the, uh, scenario actually moving video games man crazy people coming up with crazy stuff because i mean there comes a point where you get so photorealistic 
yeah. the graphics are so good it's like you know that you're going to kind of top out like there's the the, in, the incremental changes in the quality of the the visual quality of the game is you know once it looks perfectly human where do you go artsy <laughs> that's what they're doing now they're doing like weird art styles yeah and as photos as photorealistic as, as things start to look look back at games like five years ago usually kind of tell the difference i mean it looks really incremental when it's coming out but uh if you actually look back any any amount of time five ten years you can kind of see the pattern and the trend and how fast things are changing so photorealistic i mean we keep feeling like we're there but then it just keeps getting better you know Maybe maybe we as people need to just start evolving what we look like and becoming more and more weird looking and really have like b- just bizarre stuff going on so that we have more to do. <laughs> like we've got the human we've got the human face figured out. <laughs> what if we all had antlers? <laughs> you know, body mods are getting more and more crazy, so <laughs> I'm just like this, we're not that far off, I feel like. <laughs> you want horns, you can get horns. You absolutely can. I I think that's actually like a thing. They can like put an implant into your head and you can yeah, it's like silicone yeah put it in your head yeah and like shape it. it's it's mostly in the furry community right now but you know it could spread there you go mike you're gonna get some horns oh yeah <laughs> just so you can uh be look like a demon get get your get your tongue bifurcated oh, i thought you were gonna get, say uh, so i could be horny all the time oh well there's that too what else I, is he gonna do with his tax refund yeah <laughs> Well, since I can't buy a holodeck yet. Right. <laughs> no holodeck for me, so I guess I'll get my tongue split in half and get horns in my head. Oh, gosh. Ooh, can I get a tail? <laughs> like, the not? horns in my head, that doesn't, like, whatever. But, like, the idea of splitting your tongue in half, that just, like... That's too much commitment. Too much commitment. Like, that's, like, pain. Okay. <laughs> but the killer about the tongue, if you've ever seen the videos of people who have had that done, that, like, once you've had it cut in split down the middle for a while it becomes like it's it's two muscles it's like because the tongue is just one incredibly complex muscle that does all sorts of things they can move both of the pieces Ew. of the tongue independ- independently Ew. of each other gross that's disturbing <laughs> no but if that's your thing that's your thing man who, are, who am i to who am i to judge right hey, hey you know what is their thing they can do it I can also think that that's a little a little disturbing. <laughs> there's there's plenty of people that look at me and go, "You spend how much time just making up, you know, make believe worlds and rules for for living in those make believe worlds? That's stupid. That's a waste of your time. You could be doing so much more with that, like getting your tongue bifurcated." <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as it doesn't hurt me, I don't care what anybody does. There you go. Sometimes I still like bifurcated tongues. Did that. That one for me personally is just a little bit, <laughs> I wouldn't want it. <laughs> I think you're just, I think what's bothering you the most is that it's the, the process of doing it. Yeah. Like the end yeah. result probably isn't that big of a deal. It's like, oh, that's kind of neat. But it's, like it's the okay, process. Cool. Yeah. yeah. The process of like slicing your tongue in half. Yeah. That's what bothers me. <laughs> the mental image of somebody with a bifurcated tongue, moving them around independently. I mean, that, that does kind of creep me out a little bit. Not. Not because there's anything wrong with it, just because I've never seen it before. And so it's like, yeah, you know, it's if somebody opened their mouth and a snake came out, I'd be like, ah, <laughs> like, do what you want. But that's going to shock me a little bit the first time I see it. Right. When when Mike gets his tail implanted. Exactly. His, his prehensile tail that he can pick up Ooh, things. Prehensile. Sweet. 
and he learns how to swing swing from the rafters by his tail. Catches a hand at the end. Hey, you know, they're doing amazing things with prosthetics now. So, I mean. <laughs> Get a robot tail. Is it, That's it, the way to go, Mike. A robot tail? Yeah, because then you can program it to do different stuff. As long as it's strong <laughs> enough to carry my uh, my computer bag around. And keep my <laughs> hands free. There's a cosplayer who knows how. I guarantee you there's a cosplayer who knows how. <laughs> All right, what else is news, Mike? No, it's kind of a thin week for news. There's some archaeologists in India and uh, that found some cave paintings that appear to show UFOs and aliens. Woo! And I swear I've seen these before, so I don't know why this is news all of a sudden. I guess the news is that the, their, their local government has uh, requested that NASA help them. <laughs> okay. You know. Aliens confirmed. <laughs> yeah they want to help solve uh, they want nasa to help them solve the mystery of why they have cave paintings with uh apparent aliens and ufos in them okay so all the space scientists come in there and go somebody drew a picture mm-hmm. where's my money where's my yeah. money i mean what 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 does nasa know i mean <laughs> are they expecting this is going to be the moment that nasa walks in and goes oh yeah those guys are from alpha centauri right <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden just letting slip that they know about like 17 different extraterrestrial species surprise well somebody finally asked us <laughs> well, you can tell by the same shape of this round smudge painting that it's definitely aerodynamic and has this certain type of engine it definitely isn't someone who was just bad at drawing <laughs> Really crappy cave painter. <laughs> Maybe those are just people, <laughs> and the, the cave painter is just really bad well, at drawing. Brown, you see, you know, was uh, you know, a little overweight. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know why. My head goes to a place like a Far Side comic where there's a cave painter who's painting all these like deer, and he's doing all this great work about like depicting his tribe and his religion and his culture and all this stuff. And then he like trips and smudges the wall with his elbow, and it looks exactly like a UFO. And another guy's like, "What's this?" He's like, "Oh, it's just a mistake." Cool now. Yeah, and years later, there's like a religion built around that thing. Yeah. <laughs> They've got um. This article doesn't really give you a whole lot of information other than we don't we don't know what this is, and so we want somebody else somebody to come in and tell us what it is. <laughs> but it well, looks well, it should, looks like aliens. Should. They should do what those language people did and ask Google Translate, right? Can you, there's vi- there's Google Image. You can do Google Image like reverse fun, searches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do like in Google Image, figure out what that is. Search for Take similar images. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then but, it returns all these pictures of just like stains from like cleaning commercials. It's just smudges and stains and marks. <laughs> but they've got a you know they've padded this article out with some other. YouTube videos and images, and they've got this one of, um, it says Mexican artifacts depicting aliens could prove extraterrestrial life, and they show this thing, it looks like you know, a hunk of rock with a carving on it, and it looks like a gray alien in profile. It's like yeah, your your thin body, big head, big eyes. It's got, it's, yeah, it's got some kind of design on its head, <laughs> like it's wearing a headband, but other than that, it it looks just like you know, the big Almond eyes and the, the the big head and just a mouth, no nose, no ears. 
Somebody drew that during the eighties. The he was just start jogging. He just had a headband and 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 sweatbands on his wrist. He was just jogging. <laughs> they got this get, one. There's a the uh, there's a slideshow, and of course, you know, some of the <laughs> it's like pictures of cuneiform tablets that have things that look like like an airplane and a cigar shaped UFO, but they're just blobs, and who knows what. <laughs> You know, like they're on the upper half of the tablet, so they must be in the sky flying. Um, sure. And then they have a a picture of a, and I don't. Even, it may it may not even be real. It may be Photoshop, but it's a lenticular cloud. If you know what that is, they they're frequently mistaken for UFOs. They're just round clouds. Sure. <laughs> um, but it's a lenticular cloud hanging over the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just really, a, if, it, if it's a crude. <laughs> crudely drawn round circle thing hanging over a pyramid why isn't it the sun no this is a photo this is just oh, they've shoved this oh. in here like hey let's find oh. some things that look like ufos but they have this uh <laughs> they have this coin and uh it's a coin that they found in egypt but i didn't know that egyptians had coins um <laughs> and i can't tell it it looks like greek writing and there's you know instead of a, like a face of a you know a profile with a dude with uh you know like an olive branch around his head or you yeah, know what I'm talking your, about your, ty- your typical coin yeah picture, sure it's got this creature on it that looks <laughs> it I mean <laughs> they say it was in like I said it has it looks like Greek alphabet but um they said it was in Egypt but it look it just looks like a picture of a mummy like a mummified bust a head that's just kind of shrunken. They're like, oh, it's an alien. It's mummy money. It's it is. Mum, it's mummy mummy money. Come down to mummy world. <laughs> You'll have to translate change your uh your currency into mummy bucks, mummy money, where you can buy all of the mummy stuff. And that's how you can buy your, you know, mummy costume and your little mummy helmet and it's like, a it's a mummy penny. <laughs> get a commemorative <laughs> mummy coin. But just Weird. the the you know the links that these stupid articles go to to yeah they're they're include really content there are there are people out there that want aliens to be so be real so badly I'm one of them but I don't go around like making stuff up to try to prove it and there you know you, you <laughs> there's always these videos on YouTube right or they're it's pictures it's either videos on YouTube from the space station the International Space Station. Where people people say, "Look, there's a UFO showed up in the in the frame," and then NASA cut the feed. And every time you, every single one of those I've ever seen, it's like it's a dust particle flying in front of the camera, or it's just a a tall storm cloud coming out of the clouds on on the Earth and the Sun. You can see that like it's the part of the Earth where it's just starting to either um, go into the Sun or go into the night. You know. It's it's that line, just sure. as just as it's turning from day to night or night to day, and uh, and so all the shadows are really long. <laughs> so there's like there's like a tall thundercloud or something that's that's up above everything, and so it's catching the sun when its immediate surroundings are still in in shadow. And they're like, look, it's a big giant UFO that's like fifty thousand miles across. It's floating over France. Like, no, it's a thunderstorm, you idiot, and. Uh, <laughs> Or what's what? What are the other ones? It's um, it's pictures from Mars, from is it 
What's the what's the robot that's on Mars right now that's sending back photos and video? Curiosity. Yes, thank you. It's a picture of rocks on Mars from Curiosity, and people go, "Oh, look! It's a it's some kind of a an alien Martian squirrel hiding in the rocks, and it's just a rock that <laughs> happens to look like something, you know." But these things come up all the time, and I'm like, why are you reaching? <laughs> Like, there are people, you know, there are hundreds of thousands of people that claim to have been abducted by aliens and people who see UFOs and take pictures and video of them. Why are we seeing these things that are so clearly not anything? Why are you crying wolf? Right. Let's stop the crying wolf so that when there's actual evidence, people might believe it. But there is actual evidence, but nobody ever publishes it or shows it. Yeah, the Martian squirrel. <laughs> Or a turtle or a lizard or something. Look, look, it's a Merle. <laughs> the Martian squirrel. Merle! <laughs> Do you think the Martian ladies jumped up onto their Martian footstools when the Martian squirrel ran through the house? No, that's the Martian mouse. <laughs> which is just in the, called in, mouse. In the 50s. This only happened back in the 50s, right? It doesn't... No, the, Mar- the Martian elephants women, women jump don't up jump on, the on the stools when mice run through anymore. No, it's the Martian elephants yeah. that jump up on stools when the Martian mice. <laughs> well, if, if the cartoons taught me anything, yeah, they absolutely. <laughs> they also taught me that you can play a hippopotamus's teeth like a piano. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Stick your hand in a hippo's mouth. See how that treats you. It's going to end well for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why hippo kills are so high. <laughs> hippos are freaking deadly they're monsters yeah they're pretty brutal oh what else we got anything interesting i've got a uh hey mike yes craig here i've got a uh a story that will play nicely to one of your favorite things to talk about you know that uh obviously insects pollinate a lot of things and help spread plant life around, right? And so do a lot of animals. The rodents will move nuts and, and seeds and things from place to pay, place to place. Yes. Especially, oh. they talk, you know, we were talking about squirrels you know, frequently, and storing, frequently storing that, nuts and moving them around. Th- and, 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 and animals will also eat nuts and seeds and then poop them out in different places. Yes. I was just getting to that because apparently that's a thing with snakes too. <laughs> the mouse a study just went and looked at this. The mouse eats the seeds. The snake eats the mouse. <laughs> the snake eats the mouse. The mouse gets digested. The seeds do not. No, because they're they're that's their thing. And that's their the move. Sna- that's their move. <laughs> <laughs> and then the snakes is zooming along and it's, you know, pooping out the seeds. Now I just wonder like when you go out into the wild and you see like a handful of plants of the same type that are actually like in a row. Was, <laughs> was, was, was that a snake that did that? <laughs> that? Laid it out in a nice clean row? <laughs> as opposed to random like it should be <laughs> well it would be in kind of an s curve right well depending on how they yeah different snakes move different ways <laughs> but yeah because you get those you know, like sidewinders those will look weird because they're you know those things you've seen those right they have like the 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 sidewinder snake in the desert that yeah it uh it keeps itself in kind of an s shape but it kind of moves almost sideways sure whole body just kind of just undulates and just slides it, sideways it, it, yeah like it, it winds as if, sideways as if by magic <laughs> that that makes me wonder 
when a rattlesnake poops, does it just kind of go everywhere? <laughs> I don't think it poops <laughs> out the rattle. <laughs> <laughs> well, where is its anus? How far down the body is the, the snake this anus? This is something I feel like you should Google. Like, I'm not, I'm, but yeah. maybe, maybe put it on private browsing so that doesn't get in your internet search history. You don't want, you don't want that in your search history. <laughs> Too late, snake anus. It's in there. <laughs> That's my friend, Bike. <laughs> I'm reasonably sure that it's not at the tip of the tail. <laughs> I think it's. I imagine it's somewhere on the abdomen. Somewhere further up. <laughs> well, where does the body end and the tail begin? That's the question. Right? That's where the anus is. So if you want to know how long the snake's tail is, find the poop hole. Here we go. <laughs> in, in snakes, the anal scale or anal plate is oh, wow, the, does it does it open like a trap door? This is the scale just in front of and covering the cloacal opening. The sex bits. <laughs> That's right. It's got everything in there. Uh the scale can either be single or paired. Anal entire or anal divided. <laughs> An anus divided cannot stand. <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, that's a wow. That's a really short Wikipedia article. No, well, it, it's not a terribly complex subject, Mike. It doesn't say where it is on the body. Tape measurers. Yeah. Close-up images. So what you're saying is science. you wanted a Zavrank video about where the snake anus is, kind of like uh, True Facts About Ducks? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh, what's that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you should watch this video. <laughs> how, how, how graphic do you want us to get about True Facts About the Ducks, Mike? I have two words for you. Corkscrew penis. Yeah, there oh. we go. Interesting. We've had some talks about those types of things with animals. What is it? The, uh, um, the hyena that has like a serrated thing or crooked yes. serrated thing. Yeah. We, we, yeah. yeah. Actually, several cats do too. And cats yeah. too. But yeah, true facts about, and then insert a variety of animals. It's a guy called Z Frank, E and then Frank. Um, they're quite entertaining and, and very enlightening, some of them. Like the duck. <laughs> Corkscrew. Jeez. <laughs> okay. What I didn't finish was the second two words. Or the second three words. Reverse corkscrew vagina. Yeah. Oh, sure. So you can just screw them together. No, no. <laughs> you pick no, up no your way. two ducks. No, it's oh. to keep. It's to, to prevent the, the screwing. <laughs> the literal screwing. Of the actual corkscrew. Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. I got something so, to... How do they mate? How, how aren't they <laughs> extinct? Well, so, I mean, basically, ducks mating is, is not a pleasant experience for the female duck, which is why they've sort of, over time, evolved the reverse corkscrew. Jeez. <laughs> Nature. Isn't, isn't great for, you know... I mean, I guess they're still reproducing, so it's fine, but... Somehow, I know they have some kind of uh, oil glands on the backs of their shins because <laughs> they don't they don't they secrete... for waterproofing. Yeah, and then the, yeah, the, the, and yeah. Yep. Uh, that's how they. Isn't that also how they float? 
so I high up part of it. Yeah. 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 So they're yeah. So that so that they don't they, they don't pucker like we do when we get wet. <laughs> has has that duck been in the water lately i don't know it's awful puckered (laughs) the the whole bottom of the duck is all wrinkly (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay so the uh snake (laughs) yeah the the anal plate is uh immediately (laughs) before the tail so so where does the tail start (laughs) right after the anal plate weren't you paying attention Boy, if I could find a video of a rattlesnake pooping, that would be awesome. <laughs> you, know, you haven't tried very I'm hard, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> There's one being filmed right now, Mike. It'll be on YouTube tomorrow. <laughs> I guarantee you. But Do is we... it tomorrow tomorrow or tomorrow after the episode airs tomorrow? Don't mess with my head. Let's <laughs> use <laughs> Time later. <laughs> or is it tomorrow? Or is it tomorrow for the person that listens to this episode a year right? from now? Yeah. My goodness. Tomorrow is Fine. any day. And the Nerdburger Podcast. It gets all timey wimey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'd put that on the on the website, but there's too much stuff there already. Snake <laughs> snake poop is surprisingly chunky. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> You'd think it'd be long and thin, like we were discussing, but like their colon runs the length of their body, so it's right. just one big long. Okay, <laughs> jeez. Well, it's it's not square, so they're they're not concerned about it staying in place, <laughs> like wombats. <laughs> yeah, wombats poop cubes. It is surprisingly chunky, so that it so that it doesn't roll <laughs> off their hilly environment that they live in. Now they're looking at it. Thanks a lot, Mike. <laughs> now, now I've Googled this, Mike. I'm not sure if I should thank you or not. Oh, you'll uh, thank me. No, I mean, I'm, I'm watching it right now. As I'm watching it, I'm not sure if I should thank you. <laughs> I'm not watching it. I refuse. <laughs> hey there, dog. <laughs> hey, uh, do we have a Kevin question today? We do. Cool. We might pause here briefly, waiting for Brian to get back. Okay. He went out. Our, I don't know if you could hear Kevin it in the question. background. Our uh, dog was trying to uh, remove the screen from our window. <laughs> the window it's... that's right outside this room. She knows we're on the other side of it and uh, was vehemently attacking. He might not come back in for a little bit. He might be out there keeping her calm. Okay. We can Kevin question. All right. Um, boy. Kevin, is, is do you talk to Kevin a lot, Craig? Does he nope. know nope. what our topics are going to be? Is he is he strangely prescient again? Is he bringing something to the show that we just got done talking about or related? It's it's uh it's it's Tennessee related. Okay, not That's rock and roll. It's Nashville, so it's the you know, not near where you are. But he says, uh, okay, fifty one question. I need a ruling. On a recent trip to Nashville, I was driving a coworker to a meeting. The traffic was backed up in the exit lane I was in, and people were zipping up on the left and sliding in at the last second, skipping the long line. So douchebags, gotcha. <laughs> My coworker said I should get in the left lane and skip the line because, quote, everyone else is doing it. So Your it is okay. Your coworker is a douchebag. 
<laughs> I didn't switch lanes because I am not an animal. <laughs> am I a sucker for not line jumping or am I an American hero for my integrity and stylish good looks? Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> <clears throat> Kevin, you are a hero for your integrity. <laughs> <laughs> And silence. <laughs> and and not the other thing. Yeah, that's uh that's fine. That's good. I'm 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 proud of you, Kevin. Well done. Tell your tell your coworker he's a he or she is a douchebag. My answer is it depends. Oh, okay, here we go. It depends on the line. Mm-hmm. Or the circumstance or the construction of the road or how things go or how traffic normally is. Because there's there's a point. And Craig, you drive through this area going home um, mm-hmm. when you get to uh, the perimeter going north. Yeah. And the right lanes suddenly start exiting places. Right. If you've ever driven through there on any day at any time, unless there's a really bad traffic backup on one of these ramps, there are always people in the lane to your left that you want to get over into that just stop and put their signal on and wait for somebody to let them in. And the rest of the lane for a half a mile in front of them is clear and wide open. So if you just stay in that exit lane and wait until you find one of these stupid people that stops in the middle of traffic instead of just going and learn, learning how to merge like normal people, <laughs> then you can just get right in front of them. And it's every time. I've never had a day go by where that has not happened, and I've not been able to get over in plenty I, of time. I, I pull up in that situation that you're talking about in the right lane, the exit lane, all the time. Take it right down to the wire, and then I dive back into the left. I do it all the time. I'm a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying so. it depends. If if you know that there's going to be some somebody else that's that's even more of a douchebag than a line cutter <laughs> and that would be a traffic stopper who yeah. is incapable of of merging who never learned how to zipper never, in to traffic never learned never learned who skipped that day yeah you know who missed the second day of which traffic is everyone of, of that lives school. here <laughs> and drives here on the interstates nobody yeah. they have a thing here on on the radio and the tvs the traffic people they call it merging madness not unique to atlanta not no. unique to Atlanta. <laughs> it's unique to the South. I would say. Yeah. Anyway. People up well, north not, know how to merge. He's, he's not complaining about it in Chicago, in Chicago traffic. Chicago traffic has other problems. But so. he's saying it it happened to him in Nashville, so. Yeah, he's he's asking he's asking me to call out his coworkers what he's doing. He's <laughs> he wants to call his coworker a douchebag and he's just letting me do it for him. <laughs> no, he wants he wants you to call him his coworker an animal. Uh, yeah, he uses that term too often. Of course, <laughs> I, prob- I probably use the term douchebag too often, but... Well, you know, it's, it's the best when, word. When I see a douchebag, I call a douchebag a douchebag. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my answer. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. I do stuff like that, but... Um, yeah, tell your coworker to stop being a dick. <laughs> just, just well don't, done. Well, just... well done for having some integrity. Yes. Good good for you, Kevin. Good job not being a dick. <laughs> this time. Because <laughs> I do know Kevin, and uh, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I think that about covers everything, right? I guess so. Feels like it. Gotta go back. Get back to Etsukan. Fun, fun, fun. Are you all going back? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're all rolling up there. They're gonna help a little bit at the booth, but mostly go check out stuff. I'm sure yeah, we'll a... wander around. We'll probably hang out at the booth too. I mean, yep. Just gonna... It finishes oh. up uh later today. Yeah, all late afternoon. Runs all afternoon. It's gonna. I'm gonna be getting home late, 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 late. Yeah. Are you going to work tomorrow? Yep. Yikes. Um. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So where is East Tennessee State University? In Johnson City. It is in Johnson City. Okay. About what five hours from Atlanta ish? Four and a half hour drive. Four and a half hours. I, oh, I looked cool. it up on a map and I, I I see where it is. Yeah, I have just um, up in this little corner. Well done, listeners. Look it up on a map and you too can enjoy seeing where it, seeing where it is. Like Mike, it's a pretty area. It's a very pretty <laughs> area. I've been on the North Carolina side of of that. Before. Yeah, it's it's pretty. There's not a whole lot up here except for the Tri Cities, which Johnson City is one of. That's about it. I mean, super adventure land. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the 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 picture of Johnson City that comes up is I don't know if it's like the city hall or the courthouse or whatever, but there's it's an aerial shot and you can see the the mountains in the background and of course it's peak fall color. <laughs> oh, of course, because that's what the mountains are known for in in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. All right, we're wrapping her up. We are. Okay. Brian and Leticia, thank you very much for joining us. We lost Brian, so thank you, Leticia. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Brian's yes. being a, the, the champion right now and, and uh, soothing our eight-month-old dog. So, <laughs> Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com, and... You can go to nerdburgergames.com to learn about stuff that I'm designing, and you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to purchase those things and keep an eye out for the Kickstarter for Capers coming up soon, March 6th. On the next episode episode of Nerdburger, Craig prepares an actual outro, but not today. The neck episode? Yeah, it's hard to talk when I can't hear myself. <laughs> Can that be the episode title? <laughs> I don't care. Um, I'm having a good. I'm having a good convention. Go nuts! With it. I'm not going to. I'm not going veto- to. Not going to veto this one. I feel like you should theme it about necks. <laughs> the neck. The neck. Epstis, the neck. The the ecstasyptis. I don't know. <laughs> the next episode. Yeah. I I uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I talk, uh, I say stupid stuff all the time. I garble my words. I speak too quickly. And yeah, we've talked about this anyway. I'm out. All right. Bye. Okay. Thank you again. Bye bye. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go Mike. do my taxes and watch uh rattlesnakes poop. <laughs> Jeez. Bye. See ya. <laughs>